what is it about the human condition? What is it about the base nature of us that makes us just feel so completely lost? It's like it's programmed into our goddamn DNA. Like, I didn't really understand how afraid I was, because I guess I didn't really understand what fear is. I had a rough day at work today. I work in uh, construction trades, and uh, I was working by myself today. And I don't know why, but I was just ridiculously uncomfortable. And there was literally no reason for me to be uncomfortable at all. Um, I was doing pretty simple work. Um, there was, there was no danger. There was no degree of difficulty. There was no, it was, it was a pretty easy day and pretty stress-free and pretty, pretty nice. All things considered, it was a good, it was a good day. But for some reason, I just had this awkward feeling of dread the whole day. And I can't explain it. I mean, I can try to kind of explain it, which I guess is what compelled me to do this cast. Um, as if anybody's listening, you may know I do a Friday night cast, Jay Stang's Friday Night Stang Inspiration. And that broadcast is entirely dedicated to positivity and being upbeat. I I like to, you know, support my fellow cast boxers. I like to lift up the community. I like to partake. I love interacting with the people. It's really one of the big highlights of my life is doing my Friday night show um, and sharing it with people. But it's, it's a journey to get there. Um, I, uh, I can't tell you the, the fear and trepidation that I go through, through your average week. And it's kind of, you know, since I started doing the, the Friday night stay inspiration show, I, I, uh, it's kind of like my landmark, my, my goal for the end of the week. It's like, okay. You know, all of this, all of this stuff I'm doing on the construction side, all this stuff that I'm doing, this is completely irrelevant to my life and my existence. Jay Tizzle is in the hizzle. She's silently listening to me ramble on. Um, thank you, Bart, for listening. Um, yeah, no, everything that I'm doing when I'm sitting there in my workday 
is just completely irrelevant to me because I just don't feel it has anything to do with me or defining me as a person. It's funny that I work in the trades because I am not a handyman. I am not. I, my house is in shambles. Like I do, I do not, I've never been one of those guys that had a, a workshop, you know, was always just out tinkering with things and making things. And that's never been me. I mean, I got, I fell into the trades just because, well, partially because of an opening, partially because of family, partially because of the fact that in Nova Scotia, most people going into the trades are only going into it because they're criminals or they're failures in other parts of life. At least that's the way I viewed it back in the day. Anyway, Papa bear likes to hear me ramble. Well, Papa, I, I, I can't, I don't know why I'm doing this broadcast right now. I just, I was listening to a lot of casts today and I heard, in fact, I burned all of my freaking data so I'm doing this cast for the first time uh, on Wi-Fi. But like I said, I'm about that life. My day was actually fine. Uh, and this this is kind of part of the whole part of the whole point and part of the whole reason that I do this broadcast. My day was fine. Literally, nothing bad happened. It was just a normal, average day. You know, my friend slash supervisor you know I, I i saw him a couple times through the day and otherwise i was by myself and i you know we had some good chats he actually he actually was talking about he's like okay he want <laughs> i was telling him about my show that i do on Castbox, and uh he he's 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 all curious and he wants to be uh he wants to be in on it um, and he's talking about writing jokes for me and stuff like that. This is this is my Muslim friend Zaid. Um, he's from Yemen, and uh, he is my uh, one of my best friends in this world, um, and my uh, supervisor when it comes to my work. And I uh, I love him. I love him. We uh, we we talk about God. We talk about all kinds of awesome stuff while we're working the stuff that I can't talk about with other, you know, trades people. Cause let's face it. I don't know if anybody else works on construction sites out there, but I don't know how it is in the rest of the world, but in Nova Scotia, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's kind of a little bit of a circus. Um, it's rough. It's rough. Not starving to death is a good motivator. And I'm not saying that everybody that's working isn't working hard. I'm not saying anything like that at all. But you see on a construction site, different crews are there doing different stuff and they all like to talk. And a lot of guys talk loudly, <laughs> um, almost as if they're performing some sort of construction yard soliloquy um and they uh they expound their opinions and uh it's a very uncensored forum and you hear all kinds of terrible terrible shit i mean you know some people might not find it terrible but i hear i hear stuff that hurts me 
you know, every goddamn day I'm at work and I'm on a construction site and then I hear somebody chirping off loudly about, you know, something racist or, you know, it, it just goes on and on. Like, it, it's a highly uncensored. And, and it made me wonder. I was like, so, you know, so, I mean, obviously I, I have, I feel that I'm angry a lot. And I talked to my fiance and, and, you know, anger was a huge thing that we worked through. And, and over the last five years, like, I can't even tell you guys, like if I, <laughs> you would have came and said to my fiance that, Oh yeah, he, Jay's going to do a, he's going to go on this, uh, this app called Castbox and he's going to do these live casts and he's going to talk to people and he's going to interact with people and he's going to, you know, expound his thoughts and whatnot. Uh, she would have been like, Oh no. No, 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 no. You you can't put Jay on the radio. He, he as soon as something triggers him, it would no. Yeah, she would have just been like, "Good God, no!" For the love of John. But here we are, and like I said, I've worked long and hard on my anger, and I think that's what makes it uh, makes it hard for me to go and do this mundane kind of job and and be surrounded by this kind of stuff it really it really hurts me and i was really hit with it today because i was listening to different people on Castbox, like cast i've never listened to before i was literally you know spending my day at work with my headphones in jumping around and uh and uh, literally meeting new people it was like i was just saying, hey, what's up? And just checking out what other people are doing, people that I've never listened to before. And uh, you know, the, 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 the level of diversity and, uh, and, and, and stuff really struck me. I was really blown away by that. Um, and then, but one of, the, one of the themes that I seemed to pick up on was, was you know, there was people that were just, kind of just going on and sharing their, their feelings and whatnot. And then I thought, well, I don't really share my feelings too much. Usually if I'm on broadcasting, I'm in some kind of persona, you know, I was a, an actor and a thespian and, and uh, as much, as much as I know, nobody would possibly believe this. I put a great deal of thought and, preparation into my Friday night stay inspiration show. Um, well, okay. Maybe not preparation. I put a great deal of thought into it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, um, this is different. This is, uh, this is me being just real. I just wanted to talk because I heard other people that were doing it and I admired them. I admired their bravery. I admired, you know, um, Papa Bear, yeah, exactly. People are shocked when you tell them you come on here to do the live casting because of your anxiety and shyness. Exactly. Now, I mean, I I have a lot of anxiety and shyness, but I also have a lot of, you know, not give a fuckery and uh, suck it, this is who I am-ness. I'm not sure what the psychological term is for that. 
Uh, the point is, I'm all kinds of fucked up. It's like a borderline personality disorder. Basically, I'm not good by myself or with people. Um, so, so, <laughs> so, sorry, Chris. I, I like how you're you're keeping the levity on this, and I appreciate that, man. I really do. It wasn't exactly my intent. Did not think you would tune into some weird guy being real talk about being afraid all the time. But here we are. And uh, that's what it boils down to. Even though I, I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about anything in my normal day. Like, I literally am afraid all the time. Like, as soon as any given situation happens, I'm automatically thinking the absolute worst possible thing. Um, and I have a redonkulous imagination. So to give you an example of like my work day, I come in and I came in late because I almost wasn't going to go to work today because nobody in my company bothered to call me or respond to my calls or texts on uh, Sunday when I was saying, Hey, what's up? What, what work, what work site are we going to? What are we doing? Nobody answered me. Nobody. And I was just like, uh, okay. Um, and I had missed Friday because I was hurt. And um, so I didn't know. I was like, well, am I supposed to go back to the same site that I was at? Um, you know, what is it done? Is there still more to do? You know, are the materials there? And nobody answered me. So literally this morning I was, uh, I texted my, uh, my supervisor and I was like, you know what? Um, I'm just going to sit at home until you uh, get back to me. Um and uh, literally, like, at a point when it was, like, two minutes to where Jay Tizzle would have to leave and I would be stuck at home with no car, then they finally texted and were like, oh, yeah, 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 go, go back to the same spot. So I went to work today. Hooray! Good work. What a privilege. Um, yeah. So then I get to work late because... I normally would have left, you know, 15 or 20 minutes earlier if I already knew that I was going to work. And uh, then I walk on site. And, of course, I'm the only one there. And this is the biggest bane of my job because there are scrub monkeys. I don't know if that's a real term, but I just coined it right now. Scrub monkeys, numpties, if you're British, that work for my company. And they're usually the ones that do what we call the rough-in. They sort of just roughly put ventilation pipe where it needs to go. Um, and then later on, we come and do the tie-in work and the finish work and... Uh, Yada, yada, yada. Boring ventilation construction stuff. That's not what the cast is about. <laughs> and this particular building that I'm working in, the, uh, what are they called? Scrub monkeys? Scrub monkeys. Scrub monkeys. Yeah, the scrub monkeys. Um, just screwed the pooch completely. Like, this is by far the worst building my company's ever done. I'm literally embarrassed walking into the building 
and looking at the stuff that's done, I'm like, oh, my, my, the people I work for, that, that we did this. We are responsible for this shenanigans of ventilation in your fine building. No, that's not, uh, that's not true. Um, but I mean, we, yes, it's true. We are responsible, but the, the building, you know, it is also largely responsible for the ridiculous shenanigans that they're attempting to get away with. Uh, but anyway, so I walk in and another, uh, another guy from another trade, uh, I believe he's the framers, um, or electricians. I can't remember. Anyway, he, he walks up to me and he's like, so what kind of a mood are you in today? I, I was like, what? <laughs> it's Monday morning. I'm showing up late. What kind of mood are you in today? Um, well, um, I guess, you know, so far so good for a Monday, I guess. Um, and then he goes to, uh, he's like, well, I'm going to ruin that real quick. And then he goes to show me all this, uh, ventilation stuff that he had to rip down because it was in the way of, uh, what he needed to do. <laughs> Sauerkraut meatballs just self-diagnosed himself with DSM five narcissistic personality disorder when he was researching not give a fuckery. So you actually researched not give a fuckery. Um, I'm, I'm impressed. That's, that's impressive. Uh, I thank you. I appreciate you uh, doing the research to, to help your buddy Jason. Um, yes, I generally suffer from not give a fuckery. Um, I don't think I'm ataraxic. Uh, is that right? Ataraxia? I think ataraxia is actually the proper term for not give a fuckery. Um, it's not in there. Oh, okay. What's ataraxia? A-T-A-R-A-X-I-A. Ataraxia. Not anorexia. Uh, I'm pretty sure ataraxia is uh, actual not give a fuckery. That's not what I have. I mean, I don't know what I have. I haven't seen a fucking doctor. Um, but, uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm just answering a text from uh, Stang Lee. Sorry about that. Um, obviously, he doesn't know that I'm casting. Depressing. How dare he, indeed. Anyway, so yeah, the guy takes me around. He wants to show me all this stuff that he uh, that he destroyed. So just more work that I have to do. The point is, I, for the last year, have been doing nothing in my job except going around and fixing the stupid stuff that the scrub monkeys have been doing. And yet, when I'm the only one there... Obviously, the site manager, yeah, ataraxia, that's what I said. I spelt it and everything. Um, uh, anyway, yeah, so here's where the fear kicks in, because here I am in, in a situation where it's the worst building my company's ever done, by far. It's just ridiculous. It's so haphazard and sloppy and fucking terrible. Terrible! Um, 
put the definition up there of where I don't see no definition. All I saw was ataraxia. Um, it just says ataraxia. There's no definition. Uh, anyway, um, so basically, this is a situation that I found myself in many times this year. The numpty crew goes and does the rough in for a building, and then all of a sudden, the building uh, owner is pissed, and then instead of sending the numpties back to fix their friggin' work, anorexia is a subtle and tranquilness of the soul. Exactly. It's the, it's the complete freedom from any form of preoccupation or worry. As in, don't give a fuckery. You are completely calm and blissful. You do not dwell on things. You do not worry about things. You don't, you, it's literal, the psychological definition of non-give a fuckery. I was not incorrect. Stanley's asked to join. Let me just finish this one thing about uh, my work, Stanley, and I'll answer your call. Um, so literally, for the last year, everywhere I go, I'm walking in behind the numpty crew that has botched everything, and then I'm alone. And I'm the guy that the building owner comes to and says, Hey, why is this like this? Why is this like this? Why is this like this? What are you going to do about this? When's this going to be done? And I am not. Even though my boss tries to tell me and placate me every week, Oh no, you're, you're, you're one of our managers. You're one of our guys. I am not a fucking manager. I do not have any managerial powers. I cannot fire any of these numpties for their shitty work. And I cannot decide, you know, what the order of work that gets done gets done. I can't even decide what materials are brought in. I call and I say, I need this, this, and this, and this, and this. And they bring me two things and they say, Oh, well, that's probably enough for you to, you know, finish the day. Yeah, sure. If I don't bother screwing anything, numpty douche twats. Anyway, so this is where the fear kicks in because I'm there by myself representing my company with this shoddy work all around me. And every time a mouse farts or a shadow walks by me, I'm like, Oh God, this is it. Building managers should come to me, and you know what? I'm in no mood for it. I'm literally going to friggin' punch him and throw him off the building, and I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail. Jay Tizzle's going to be by herself. It's going to be a disaster. It's going to be the end. Her family's never going to forgive me. And thus, the spiral begins. And this is where I live, and this is where I stay every goddamn day. And I got to say, I'm pretty tired of it. And it is most definitely not ataraxia, because if it was ataraxia, I'd just be like, you know what, I don't care. I'm just here. I'm going to put up some pipe. I'm going to connect this to this. I'm going to connect this to this. And I'm going to go home. We're not going to watch the sauerkraut meatball show. Watch. I'm going to listen to the sauerkraut meatball show. That's what I'm going to do. I'm ataraxic, bitches. I don't care what the numpties did before me. They, they, you know what, call them. Say, hey, what's wrong with this one? Not my problem. Ain't my bag, baby. Yeah. Chase Tang can't do that. Chase Tang sits there and has murder fantasies and questions whether or not he's going to hell, even though he's trying so hard to be good for Jesus. Stay. 
How did hey. he come away this, What's this up, is man? not a comedy show. I will tell you that. It's not. This is what? This is not a comedy show. All right. Is, I need is... to call in because I have a question for sauerkraut and meatballs. Oh, yeah. Well, by all means, call into the J-Stan show to ask sauerkraut and meatballs a question. By all means. Jesus. Oh, I already know you. I can ask you anything anytime. I can just do yes. that through text. By all means, ask the I guest just need to search around to talk to Sarah Crabb. You just happen to be in luck that they're actually here listening. Well, one of them is. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, I, they, they're probably listening to Jay Stang. Yeah, I don't know why, because this is not a Jay Stang show. I mean, it is a Jay Stang show. Anyway, what the fuck's your question, Lee? <laughs> this sounds like an angry show, Jay. Do we need to calm you down or restrain you Did or you something? Did you read? Like, Did you read the title of the show or the description? Did you read any of that? No, no. I never yeah, bothered. Well, I just saw Jay Stang and just hit play. Well, well you learned the lesson today. All right. <laughs> so, you'll notice that it's not, it's not hashtag DJ for the first time ever. This is hashtag friends. And I'm so fortunate to have so many friends join me tonight. <laughs> Taylor. Amanda Bellino, Patrick Burke, Renee Zwicky, Mark Pena, Herb Pubis, Elizabeth Gobelgeis, Devin Pastel, Papa Bear, Caitlin Thomas, Shogun, I'm Salad doing awesome, Reba, Papa Salad Bear, I forget how the song goes, Stang Lee, oh my god, he's a celebrity, Cab Sounds, of course, Cab Sounds, the mighty rabbi, Shogun and Mr. Bub, Shogun's a new friend, Mr. Bub's an old friend, Bert, and of course, the legendary ID 16244948. Oh man, that guy's incredible. Or incredible. lady. That so, ID what's your one, question for sauerkraut and meatballs? And then you okay. can go back to telling me why I'm afraid all the time. Uh, also, I before I ask my question, I'd like to say hello to the great rocking man from Wales. Thank Is you for everything that, that you do. You are a true stanger. Is that Cap anyway. Sounds? Yeah. So, uh, sauerkraut. Wasn't he just broadcasting a minute ago? Did you stop What's your that? show to come and listen to me in my silly hour of need, Rabbi? Come on, man. People need your show. We are they a community. This was just a spontaneous thing. We are a community, and if you are in an hour of need, you know you're gonna find help here. Yeah, but you know I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm just. I'm just gonna bitch and vent, and I'm not. You know, I don't expect any grand healing to occur. Not that I just. Not not. Wait, that sounded bad. Not that that's uh, any shot against you guys. My Castbox family and my beautiful Jay Tizzle are the only things keeping me going right now. So no, good lord, that sounded so bad. No, I I, I, I love, love you, Jay. I'm so, I can't believe me. that so many of you have joined for, you know, why am I afraid all the time? Um, 400 minutes, 400 Oh, you're minutes. one of those, like Mr. me, knows, you're afraid all the time. Yep. All right. Uh, it's an electronics question for sauerkraut that I'm not sure if you will know the answer to or not. But I've he been probably, discussing with If Jimmy he doesn't, Rainey. he'll be able to fake his way through it. I promise. He's a master. Okay, so, uh, sauerkraut, you still here? 
Oh, I'm doing, by the way, I brought back the squeaky chair tonight, so I apologize for that. I was too lazy to go switch to a hard chair because it's not, you know. It's all good. All right. Thank you. So um, I've been discussing with Stanger Greg, a.k.a. Jimmy Rain, about how we can set up our broadcasting stations. I've got pretty much all of the gear. He's found a couple of devices. Okay, well, we're not to... talking about this live um no that's that's behind the scenes business that's beside that yeah that's 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 not live discussion business Ooh, okay but my only question then is is it possible with an ipad or an iphone to no, use just, the no, charging no, port not... and get a stereo input or will it still oh, be that's... mono like it would be if you use the one eighth inch jack at the top there you go. Oh, well, there we go. So, yeah, you said, that's spelled yeah. wrong, by the way. It's actually Green supposed tra- to be sauerkraut and sauerkraut oh. and meatballs at yahoo.ca. Why, did, why not, you haven't not sauerkraut. the link yet? You Sorry, yeah. It's just sauerkraut meatballs. There's no, there's no and. Sauerkraut meatballs at yahoo.ca, apparently. All right. Continue on with your rant. Problem solved. Yes, well, you effectively derailed my rant. But uh, awesome! So you're feeling. Why better. am I afraid all the time, Stanley? Uh, I often ask myself the same question. I think it's society. I think it's okay, well, the way that the world is developing. All right. Well, let me ask you this though. To you, like, when you think of me going out into the world, do you think of me as a competent individual absolutely and do you would you I say would trust that you to the ends of the earth man and and would you say that when it comes to you know me being out in public and interacting with the the, the normal world that i'm pretty well socially adjusted and i i, I kind of blend right in absolutely not but you've seen me interact no. with society i mean what the hell do you think of me like you've seen me do it. No, I just mean like considering how you know how angry I am. <laughs> like when we're out, like the other day when I picked you up to go to the jam, and we had to make some stops, and we went in and dealt with, you know, clerks people. and whatnot. Yeah, people. I know. Um, so you know, when we were doing that, was there any you know indication at all that I, you know, am secretly psychotic um i don't know what the term is psychotic or terrified that terracotic psychotic yeah because if you're like me then you're actually terrified but you are the one who told me this about a month ago on one of our casts when i said that like you i said jay you you know me i'm terrified all of the time like i can't interact in society and you started laughing. You just immediately burst out and said, dude, you're the most confident person I know. You can just walk up to any group of people, come back to me 30 seconds later and say, well, this is this lady, Anna, that I just met. And uh, apparently she's got a cat named, you know, whatever. And like, you just have this way of walking up to people and they instantly trust you. But inside myself, like I don't feel that. 
So you're just experiencing, I'll call it, uh, let me think of a word for this. We had a caller, but they're gone now. Mm. Maybe, maybe it was maybe it was a hacker call. Who knows? Lovely thing was calling. I did answer They'll the call. call back if they need to. But yeah, man, I, I experience it every day, man, but I... And they're gone. I don't... Uh, I don't let it affect my kindness. You know, I go out into the world, and if things seem to go dark, I walk away. And if things are going well, then I stay. Well, uh, interesting. Is, what sauerkraut just I said there. I can't seem to have these interactions. Like I said, the whole day. No, man, you did fine. In that store, I relied on you. Shush! The whole day, every time a human being got anywhere near me, I was literally stepping off my ladder and puffing out my chest and looking and waiting and prepared for a fight. Every single interaction. And like I said, first thing this morning when that guy came up to me and he said, you know, what kind of mood are you in today? I was just like, it was so such an odd question that it kind of discerned me for a second. I was just like, um, well, when I really step back and think about it, nothing's happened yet. So I guess I'm in an okay mood. You know what I mean? But even that interaction, I literally was like gloves off, ready, ready for a fight. Like, Wow, like I don't I can't explain it. I imagine all these situations in my head when I'm working, just like of all these interactions with, you know, building owners and engineers and government inspectors and blah blah. And it always all these imaginary interactions always end with me saying something absolutely inhumanly horrible. Or some kind of fantasy violence, which is just ridiculous because I've never really been in a life or death fight in my life, and uh, me either. Yeah, and I'm not, I, a, not a violent I, person, but I'm I a also passionate, excitable person, but I'm not a violent person. But yeah, I I think it would be a lie for anybody to say that you don't sometimes think those thoughts of like, Ooh. yeah, but that's my point. This is all the time. Like, this is my life. When I go to work, or at, when I'm out in public in general, there are so many things that trigger me, and so many of them are things that I'm not allowed to be triggered by anymore. The rules got changed, but my brain didn't. So now I get triggered <laughs> by things, and I'm like, and then I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like, and then I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not allowed to be triggered by that. And then I get fucking triggered by the fact that I'm not allowed to be goddamn triggered by it. And it just goes on and on and on. And I'm literally afraid to walk outside of my goddamn house because I don't know if I'm going to kill myself or if I'm going to punch somebody in the face. Sounded like you said, all I wanted was a Pepsi. It, uh, Keith just said, it sounded like all you wanted was Pepsi. a Pepsi. Yeah. She wouldn't give it uh, to me. Alright, let Sorry. me ask you this, Jay. When when you did pick me up that day and we went to the shops, okay, you said yes. that you felt really insecure and I felt that you seemed super duper secure. Were you relying on me as the secure, confident one to guide you through whatever 
might have possibly happened while we were buying no. groceries and alcohol and stuff? No. I uh, No, absolutely okay. not. I was relying on the power of Stanga to get me through everything that day, which it did. Okay. Because, right, so, yeah, no, the level I, of stokeness to get together for that jam well, there superseded was everything. That. And I made a I, promise to Greg two weeks before. I was like, you know what? You know, I know that I have dramatic mood swings, and I know sometimes I can't walk out and face the But I, okay, I, so, I gave him my word. I was like, I don't care what mood I'm in, how bad my back hurts, what's going on. If this actually is happening, this live cast box, staying a jam, I will friggin' be there. That was. The oh, end. yeah. It wasn't a question. Once I swore the oath. It's been over a year. It, it wasn't a question. We had to do it. Like, we had to force ourselves. I had to force myself to do it. Now, what I wanted to say and is. And I was borderline crippled the day before. I could barely walk. Um,. My lumbago or whatever the fuck is wrong with my back was just despicable that weekend. Did you do a lot of walking. That's funny. Okay, so I have a iTunes. When you have the the screensaver, sometimes it brings up random words and definitions. And as soon as I sat there and said, "Yeah, my lumbago or whatever," the word lumbar drifted across the screen in the in, in the uh, screensaver. That was kind of funny. God, well done. How the well hell I don't need to know. Anyway, I don't know. My screensaver is what, just random dictionary definitions for weird words. Okay, cool. Just, anyway, while you were relying on me for your moral support... Soft and sweet. Oh, good lord. While you yeah. were re relying on me for your moral support, relying on my confidence and my ability to just walk up to people and give random strangers hugs if I felt that they needed one, or just start chatting with people and learn all about what kind of cats they have and shit like that. I was That's relying not the on you to support me. So yeah, you were not that you were not that at all that day. You were very reserved and uh, yeah. Only, only when you were dealing with the, the, the staff at, at the, at the stores, that's when you talked to the staff a lot, but you didn't talk to anybody else. Well, no, they, people, in stores generally want to be left alone, okay, but okay, when you're standing at a cash sorry, register sorry, for six or eight man, hours, you want to fucking... talking! When I say stop talking, you and... need to stop talking. You need to turn up your earphones and turn down your microphone. <laughs> okay. Sorry. There's a lot of weird new... Stop yelling at me. I'm going to cry. Well, just shut up when I say shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at all these voice tags that are being added about this soul-bearing impromptu show that I decided to do that you decided to invade. Soft, gentle, and sweet. Tough, soft, romantic. Cute, soft, romantic. Funny, cool, friendly. Papa Bear wins. Um, if uh, which one was Papa's? Identify me. Lee, I swear to God, if you talk again, I'm going to hang up on you. Um, Papa Bear wins. If there's any three I want to identify me, it's funny, cool, and friendly. Top three of all time. Lee, you may now speak. Did he hang you? cocksucker! Mother trucker! What is happening? I was supposed to be doing a cast 
about my feelings. And I thought, based on the different new cast boxers that I met today, I thought maybe someone would chime in and say, you know, something poignant and mind-blowing. Instead, we have soft and cute voice tags and uh, Stanley J-stanging me, even after I swore and I stopped J-stanging people. Um, the J-stanging continues by other people. Um, Meatballs did it to Sarah. I did it to everybody after he got his one follower today. That was a good show. I really hope that one was recorded. Um, he is back. Sorry, man. I had to. I had to. When you threatened to hang up on me, I was just like, hey, fuck you, man. Click. You stank me good. I stank you good. I stank you good. You created a monster, my friend. Well, I'm going to hold true with my vow that I'm not stanging people anymore. Um, it yeah. wasn't, I didn't stang like, you, like my phone retired. had a glitch. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's like the WWE, I'll come out of retirement, like I'll rise up from underneath the ring and people will be like, oh my god, it's Jay's day, he's back, hanging up on people. Um, but yeah. Yeah, what are what is See, this uh, stuff about voice tags? Up, man. I shit. was in this dark, somber mood, and I had like the stuff that I wanted to talk about, and then now people are cheering me up, and now I'm giggling, and you just you just you just man, I can't get a read on you people. <laughs> Shogun, Jay, I'm with you. I've gone through trauma therapy, and it helped. We did something called EMDR. Is that uh, is that um, EMDR? Is that anything uh, like MDMA? Um, oh no! Wait, I think I'm thinking different things. I think it's something to do with uh, <laughs> what is it? This chat keeps scrolling. What was it? EMDR? Yeah. Um, it's a it's the uh, extra magical dick regiment. Um, <laughs> A fantastic partner. They will. Uh, they, what they did will you call it? Extra magic. The extra magical on, on dick your dingling. Regiment. Dingling. We'll say dingling. It's an extra magical dingling regiment. And uh, oh dear, if you got a willing partner that puts a little extra magic on your dingling, you'll you'll get through any of this uh, anxiety and depression stuff. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there you go. All you needed was a fellow Stanga and a bunch of 20 other people. You know, we're always here for you, man. Yeah, but you screwed me for my Pulitzer Prize, because... You, 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 oh, I you, don't you, think any of uh, you don't even know how dark that would have gone, Pulitzer. people, if it was just me rambling and nobody was saying anything. Oh, my God, you have no idea. Well, well done, family. Castbox family saves again. Poaches Podunk. What's up? Um, yeah, we can't. Punches Podunk. Yeah, I can't send ad tags or send hearts or, you know, I, yeah, I can't do any of that stuff. Primitive iPhone 8 technology. It's so primitive. It's from only a year and a half ago. Um, wow. We were cavemen back then. 
Yeah, so I'm still wanting to ask, is it possible if I plug in, if I get one of those special camera things and plug in through my charging port, will I get a stereo input for my iPad or iPhone? Or will it is still it be mono like the one thing? Is it is it like a headphone connection or a lightning connection? It's the, I think it's called USB-C. It's where I plug my charger into. Okay. Um, okay, because if you plug it into the one eighth inch headphone jack, it's definitely going to be mono. Well, I'll tell you, the uh, the amount that I can uh, explain to you that you will understand um, is uh, I know precisely Dick. I'm just fucking with you, Jay. <laughs> I'm just distracting. I have found that the best way to cure a dark mood is distraction. Well, again, this is what if you were, you weren't there for the beginning, but if you were listening, there is no dark mood. There never was a dark mood. Nothing bad. Why are you yelling today. so much? I'm not yelling. What are you what are you talking about? There, right, was, there was well, no dark mood. Down. Jeez. What? Are you even talking to me, or are you talking to somebody else? Because <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> least that, distraction, distraction, man. I just don't said it. I literally more. just said it. Holy Moses, Bet man. you feel better, you though, both, don't you? You were both delightful and disrespectful at the same time. It's this magical combination uh, it's like, uh, I can't even describe it. You're like marmalade. It's like the first little, the first little taste is always good. But if you smear marmalade on your toast, like two bites into your toast, you're like, no, I'm, I'm done with marmalade, man. I'm, I'm done. You don't diss you're marmalade. marmalade, buddy. You're marmalade. Don't you diss marmalade. I'm, I'm British. Not. I'm just saying two bites is all you want. After that, you're, you're done with marmalade. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Just fucking marmalade, man. Okay, well, I would say, if you keep dissing marmalade, you're going to have a fight on your hands, but you're a lot bigger than me, so I'm not going to say that. It's good that you remember that. It's good. Yeah, exactly. It's good. You don't want to mess with Dark J. Stang. Dark J. Stang. You're not Dark J. Stang anymore. We've all cheered you up. I can feel it. Um, well. Come on, man. Just, like, okay. I mean, Tell me that you're happy now, Jay. I'm still afraid, though. I'm still afraid to go to work tomorrow. So oh, yeah, I'm, I'm cheered up. Yeah, but I'm still terrified afraid. all the time. This I am, is the mystery. I wouldn't have afraid. done a broadcast if I had the answer. I don't understand what's wrong with me. I don't understand why I'm afraid. I am a competent, semi-intelligent Neanderthal. Um, you know, I... <laughs> I, I <laughs> there's no Read reason that I can't... Just said. <laughs> sorry, I should pay more attention to the chat. <laughs> Papa oh, Bear, Papa you're Bear. hilarious. Yes. No. I. I. It's. I don't actually want to hang up on Stangley because if I hang up on Stangley, then it just goes back to my 
whatever I was doing, dreary monologue, maybe. Um, and uh, yeah, we as can't cathartic be as it might have been, uh, it's true. Lee Stang's right. I'm happier to hear from him and interact with the CastBox community. Yeah, I guess man. that's my therapy. Life is too short, man. Be happy and just fucking when you're feeling down, just do this or call me or call a friend or something and just rant for a bit, get it out of your system and then just whoosh, let it all go and just choose to be happy. I don't know if it's okay. I just want to address the chat here. So yeah, I pretty much always have a sense of dread. Well, maybe not always, but you know, hourly. Um, and it is generalized anxiety, but I I have dealt with legitimate anxiety, so I can't say that it's the same thing. Like I've had anxiety attacks and uh, and stuff in the past, um, and no, I can't say that it's the same thing because I'm still able to completely function and do my job and interact with people and. No. Okay. May I ask you a question about that? I guess if you must. (laughs) Don't sound so resentful. (laughs) Um, My question about that is: Is it? uh, I lost my question. (laughs) I wasn't even going to play music. I'm not even set up to play music. Uh, Go ahead. You forgot your question, didn't you, Lee? Alrighty. Yeah. You know I have the brain of goldfish ever since my little hospital thing. But you don't. That's the thing. And I, I gotta be honest. You, you you tuned in. You called it the wrong broadcast, buddy. This is the honest one. This I'm Jay Stang's not in character. This isn't this isn't positivity Stang spread and Jay Stang. Uh, no. You don't have the brain of goddamn goldfish since your thing. Yes, by all means, you have suffered consequences, but buddy, I'm I'm gonna tell you live in fucking cast box right here and now. You gotta you gotta stop with the drinking and you gotta cut back on the smoking. And I love that's it. There it is, right there in the open. Your body you can't go. handle it anymore and you're done. So you gotta get yep. off the sauce, buddy. Yeah, I know man. I know. That's why your brain is a goldfish. If you weren't drinking, if you were drinking some sort of weird vegan celery shake instead of vodka, then your brain would be just fine and you'd be talking me down and embarrassing me every 12 sentences. Oh, by telling me about that thing that you did in the back of the car that night that we were down that dirt road. Oh, I can't say that. Yeah, exactly. Shit like that. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you, are, you are a clever, beautiful, funny man. And I'm telling you, the one lesson that you and I have to learn is we don't need any of that crazy alcohol sauce to enhance our personalities. They exist. They're in there. Yeah. I fully support cannabis, but alcohol is a fucking bitch. And I, I agree. Like I uh, <laughs> let's let's be clear, people. I have no intention of stopping with the with the marijuana. Um, but 
yeah, no, the alcohol's got to stop. Yeah, it really does. For you and me both, my friend. I suggest, my friend, that we take a white month. One month with no alcohol. When do you want to start? Because I'm in. I'll do it with you. Well, maybe we should start the day after my birthday. (laughs) 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 My birthday's on Saturday, so... And there's the Um, effect of alcohol. It's like, not right now, because I have to work on the car tomorrow, but (laughs) after that, then I'll Now listen, listen. when when you turn 40, we, 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 we threw a little party. When when G turned forty, we threw a little party. When Steve turned forty, we threw a little party. Last year, when I turned forty, I sat here alone. So, yeah. what? I'm right. so sad. To I, hear I, I was sorry. I went to my mom's. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, you can see why I got that confused with sitting here alone because I went to my mom's. It's basically the same thing. Um, yeah. So, no, you know, I'll, stop, I didn't... I'll stop drinking, but I'm I'm I'll be drinking. I'll be drinking for the Friday show, the last Friday show of 40 on Friday, and then on my birthday for the Sam show on my birthday. But then, yeah, then I'll go November 10th to December 10th. That's perfect, because there's no way we would get through the holidays without drinking. So, yeah, no, there it is. November 10th to December 10th, no alcohol. My plan is smoke all the weed you want, but no alcohol. Exactly. Now, my plan is not even to not start drinking beer. again. Not even your, not even your fake beer. No fake beer. I mean, no alcohol. The point is, we need to build a different routine. So, what? I agree. I don't know, man. You better get into tea and carrot juice. I don't know, but come up with something. So, November tenth through December tenth. December 10th. I'm in with you, buddy. I'm right there. I will do it with you, and I swear I won't cheat. All right. Well, if you're if you're on my show on Friday, I'm going to remind you, and I'm going to hold you to it. And you be, you guarantee that Jay Tizzle is going to hold me to it. She'll be like, oh, yeah. She'll remind me first thing in the morning. She's going to be like, yeah. I hope you remember what you were saying. Yeah. No, she will. <laughs> hey, JT. How you doing tonight, I'll my do- dear? How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe Jay Tizzle will do it too. Maybe she'll join the the white month, November tenth to December tenth. But then, of course, you you're allowed to drink through the holidays because anyone that can get through the holidays without drinking is a psychopath. Okay, how about this then? I'll go you one better. If you can make it from November tenth to December tenth without a single drink. I'll go through the holidays without a drink as well. Well, I'm not, I'm not even, no, I'm not, I would never. Even, you don't need to commit to that, but no, I, will. I don't even want you to commit to that. You, I'll tell you what, my friend, you, you make it through <clears throat> the month, November 10th to December 10th. Then you can, you can talk about what, how far you want to go after that. Easy peasy, baby. You know, I got my technique. Mr. Bud, when he stopped drinking, the anxiety and sense of dread out of nowhere almost disappeared. I, uh, I'll be honest, Bub, I don't expect that to happen. It uh, will. Because I don't, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a 
a weekend warrior. I don't get drunk in the weekdays. Like, I've had, what, three beer? Um, yeah, no. I've had some dudes. You know that in the past four years or so, I am either absolutely stone-cold sober permanently, or I'm absolutely drunk all the time. Oh, I know. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know. So I am willing to commit to that, though. If you are willing to commit to go in November to December 10th, I will go an extra month. I'll go right through the fucking holidays, man, to well, show you it can be done. Well, you show me I'm the first month stubborn. can be done first, is my point. Oh, yeah, we can do it, brother. I, I got your back on this, and I need you to have mine on I it, I know too. I can do it. It's not me I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I'm going to do it? Because I am a complete douchebag narcissist, and I've got tw 20 people listening to my show right now that heard me say it, and by no means am I going to let them down. Uh, so, oh no, I binge drink though. I, I, someone I mean, named is a weekend helicopter. Binge? Just oh, yes, joined. I binge drink. Yes, on weekends. Weekend Somebody too. named attack helicopter just joined, and I think I may know who that may be. Attack helicopter boy. They probably, you know, identify as an attack helicopter, which they must be a fan of ours or something. God knows why anyone would be a fan of ours, but yeah, well, we try. <clears throat> but yeah, I will I uh I say we do it and we'll see if the uh I'm the fear in 100% and anxiety dude. goes away. Although I it's just fear. It's not about anxiety. This is not about anxiety. I could do a whole other show on anxiety. No, this is about fear. This is just about fear for no reason. What what is the I'm fear? I'm a capable, competent, competent person, and I'm afraid all the time for no reason. Figure that one out. Okay, so back to what I was saying earlier. You didn't seem to notice how terrified I was Sorry. the last two times that I went down to your place when we stopped at the shops on the way down to your place. I was relying on you for my emotional support as my emotional support animal. <laughs> well, this is my point, though. We, we should I didn't realize you were relying on me as yours. Shop engagement at a store. <laughs> this is my point. You see what I'm saying? Like, why, why, why are we like this? What's wrong with us? I get, I thought it was maybe it's just, maybe it's not just me. It's but not, yeah. man. It's almost everybody. It's just everybody else hides it. We fucking admit it. It's like, you know, oh, we're we're out of milk. Oh, good God, I have to go to the grocery store. Oh, my heavens. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, but, that, you know, that's the, that's, that's, it's weird. Like, I know. Why? Why? It's like everywhere well, I go, I'm like, oh, my God, someone's going to disagree with me or they're going to be offended by my shoes somehow or you know i'm just gonna like my mustache is gonna be Why? slightly trimmed to heavy on the left and they're gonna be like that's a racist symbol like i have no idea what the fuck i'm doing anymore and i'm terrified everywhere i goddamn go 
I'm more worried about what kind of shoes you wear that you that, that would be a concern for you. That's my point. It's supposed to be an innocuous, ridiculous thing that shouldn't trigger anybody. But it doesn't. Everybody ridiculous, else things seem to trigger everybody. Everybody else in those shops that we were in both times this summer that I came down to your place and when we went to do our jam session last weekend or the weekend before or whenever it was. <laughs> Everybody else that we met in the shops the long, feels long exactly ago. the same way. The only difference is we are enough in touch with ourselves that we're able to recognize it. And they're still in, uh, not in hiding, what's uh, denial. They're still in denial, so they pretend. But, dude, what happened with us, it was just me and you, dude. And I was relying on you for moral support. I didn't know that you were relying on me for moral support. But we strolled through that like we were gods. <laughs> God. And uh, I can dude. guarantee you, dude, everybody else who saw us that we passed by and heard us interacting with the cashiers and stuff will have thought, oh my God, how are these guys so confident when I'm totally scared all of the time? I fucking guarantee that. Oh, well, that day I was in character. I was actually, actually Nigel Billingsworth. Um, I was an Americanized Brit that moved to Canada. Um, I was educated at McGill University, and uh, I, uh, I didn't have any trace of a British accent. In fact, I sounded completely Nova Scotian. Um, yeah. That was that and was, I that was Nigel Billingsworth. That wasn't Jay Stang. But no, I gotta no, I gotta talk to you for a second because you said something. You were talking about being in d denial, and uh, <coughs> I think about this concept a lot. Um, and it's funny. Um, ever since, like, actually making the legitimate surrender. Um to Jesus Christ, which and it is, it's a legitimate surrender. You can't get there until you're actually basically beaten down to your friggin' knees. And you're like, okay, okay, okay. I, I just fine. I can't do this. I surrender. We'll do it your way. Jesus. When that day for me, um, the concept of denial kind of got erased. I can't, be in denial of anything anymore. So it's almost like all of my flaws and all of my shames and all of my inadequacies just all of a sudden are highlighted with that weird Japanese sparkly font that's like, oh, you are ignorant. Ba -da -da -da. Um, oh, you have sequined anxiety. Yeah, exactly. That's how it pops up in, <laughs> in, my, in my vision. But yeah, it's funny. I can't, I can't have any kind of denial anymore, and it's 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 it drives me nuts because in my mind, as soon as I say something or do anything or or whatever, like as you know, like the whole friggin' three hours that I spoke to you on Saturday morning after I got up and listened to my Friday night broadcast, the late show, oh, yeah. the dark side, and I was like, "Holy dear God in heaven, what the <laughs> hell did I do?" <laughs> um, you know, but man, I talked you down you know, from it. But I, I have though? no, I can't. There's no denial. There's no such thing as denial. And uh, yeah, really, uh, 
that's I guess that's another thing that triggers me is people that say, "Oh, I was in denial." There is no fucking denial. You know, deep down, you fucking know. And oh, I've God. learned to deal with my anxiety by just what I do is. I've learned to treat everyone with love and kindness and respect true. all of the time. And that way I know for certain that I've done nothing wrong. Right, and so if someone disrespects me for some reason, then I know that it's not on me. It's on them. They exactly. are dealing with their own stuff. I'll give them a hug if they need one. But, you know, you, nobody gets to treat me with disrespect, man. I'll exactly. walk away. That's awesome. Now listen, shut up for a second. Um, yeah, Papa Bear said the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to acknowledge Papa Bear. That's what I said. I wanted to acknowledge the chat, and he just kept talking over me. Um, question for you, Jade. Does your fears last for a while, or do they only last in short bursts? Basically, Papa, it's all, it, it's all scenario-based. So as soon as I have an interaction with another human being, or... If I'm dreading an interaction with another human being, one or two things will happen. Either no, there is no actual interaction, and I spend a great deal of time imagining various different scenarios of that interaction, all of which I behave like an ass. Um, or there is an interaction, and for the most part, like I said, because in reality... I'm a socially adjusted person, so the actual real yeah. interaction socially adjusted and normal, person. but then afterwards I will sit there and replay it and replay alternate versions of it and what I could have said and what they could have said and what I would have done if they would have said and all these weird extra scenarios that never actually happened. So... Yeah, you overanalyze shit, man. You got to overanalyze, overpredict, I underpredanalyze, and I overpredunculate. Yeah, no, I do it all, dude. I am every kind of train wreck, all rolled into one. I spent my entire life doing that until my hospital trip, dude. I have never my entire life. Just to answer Shogun here, I. Uh... I have Shogun. I guess it. Uh, no, I'm gonna say no. I've never had a serious traumatic event in my life. No, not in my. I've had several. What the fuck are you? Who are you talking to? You do not Shogun. talk to anybody else but me when you're on my show. Sorry, it bothers me. I all you hear is talking, and I'm like, what? What is he talking about here? Blah. See? I'm trying to help See you. See how easily I get triggered? Yeah, well, stop getting triggered, motherfucker. I'm sorry. You're in the wrong place to be dictating or giving any form of orders. All right. right I'll now. quietly co-host as a polite person from now on. You know what? Guess what? I'm cured of my fear. I am no longer in fear mode at all. I'm in attack mode. Well done, Stangley. I, I enjoy your transverse psychology. It's, it's not even reverse psychology. It's transverse psychology. What does that mean? It means you aggravated me to a point where I'm just like, blah! I apologize, man. I didn't mean to. I just wanted to cheer you up and make you laugh. I know. 
and that's beautiful. And you are a beautiful person, and I love you for it. Um, but there's a skill um, in life that the woke kids these days call reading the room. Um, and basically, you walked in the room with the wrong energy, but it worked out for you. You got lucky this time. I'm just saying, you know, if you walk into other people's rooms and they're talking about some dark stuff and you're like, hey, want to read from my repair manual? <laughs> Are you able to honestly tell me that you felt better? Okay. Do you feel better now or worse now since I joined? Better. Much better. Shogun only well, fuck off. I'm exhibiting signs of PTSD. Uh, that's, that is possible. But like I said, in my estimation, um, compared to other cases I've read about for people suffering post-traumatic stress disorder, no, I don't think anything that's happened to me would qualify for that. Um, I have several that qualify I for me. Now, I will say, I think that a lot of the things that I've imagined in these so-called scenarios that I envision, um, yes, there's a lot of imagined scenarios that were traumatic, indeed. Yes, so, and things where you... I don't know you, if imaginary you, counts for PTSD, but if you want to know the truth, yes. I have traumatized myself by the shocking nature of my own imagination. And where you keep reliving conversations and saying, God damn it, why didn't I say this? Oh, or this. But, I mean, yeah. that time has passed, so just fucking let it go. Because you're thinking about that the next day, or the next week, or the next month. Like, oh, no, dude. Fuck, no, why no, didn't no, I say this? Just let it go. Deal with today. Yeah, just let it go. You big a lousy therapist. Um, yeah, no. Dude, you don't have any fucking idea how the extent of this goes. When I drive past an intersection that at some point in the last 10 years some douchebag has cut me off of or there was some sort of near-miss incident time I drive through the goddamn intersection, I will replay the near miss, I will replay alternate versions of the near miss, where I think about the absolute worst case scenarios, then I'll start gripping the steering wheel so tight that Jen's like, what is wrong? Like, you have no idea what it's like to be me and exist with my brain. No fucking clue. You are a terrifying driver when you get angry because remember that day that you packed uh, my lawnmower and all my tools and then folded me up and stuck me in your trunk too. Yeah, you, do you remember why I was severe road day? rage, dude? Before you stick your foot in your mouth, do you remember you why? Scared I was angry the that fuck day? out of me. You don't remember why I was angry that day, do you? Y yes, I do, and do it starts okay. with the letter T. Mm, yes, right. Yes, I would don't say worry. That's a. not a part of my existence ambush. anymore. Ambush was the. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. I deeply ambush. apologize for that, man. But yes, yeah, that's right. When I get, uh, yeah, like I said, I've been uh, slowly working on anger issues for 
many, many moons, and Jay, Jay Tizzle will attest the progress that I've made. I don't think anyone can argue. And, uh, yeah. That's why I called in, man. I could tell from the moment I joined your cast that you needed a loving voice. It's like, funny. You could tell that, but you didn't even read the title of the cast or what I was talking about. No, you I never are... read the title of the cast. I just saw Jay Stang and hit click and fucking listen to you for 30 seconds. I was like, oh, I got to call in, man. This is my brother here. It's impossible to stay mad at you. You know your heart. So Aren't I even, fucking Even awesome. though you say the dumbest stuff sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> I know your heart. And uh, I, I can only imagine what it's like when you call into other people's shows. In fact, I've heard actually legends and tales of uh, no, no. What have I done? Other people's shows. Tell and me the worst of... three. Your top three worst ones that you've heard. Please tell me so that I can be embarrassed again in front of everybody. <laughs> no, I. Uh... What was the worst one? I. Uh... Sorry, I was just reading the chat. I uh... No, I'm not going to spread negativity. That's not what I'm here to... Uh... Right on. That's the I'm just looking at, right I'm, there. I'm, I'm listening to the psychologists out there. So we got Shogun, we got Papa Bear, we got Mr. Bub. They're all experts, apparently. So uh, where was I? So have I had a traumatic, traumatic event? Yeah, PTSD uh, covered that, blah, blah, blah. Having conversations that don't exist, fearing interaction, playing out different scenarios in your head. Yes, I, that's exactly what I said. Yeah, I've done that for most Mr. of Bob my life up until the last year or two. Shogun says sometimes many, many traumas can add up. Oh, well, if uh, if that's true, then, like I said, I don't have anything that qualifies as the major, you know, you're not going to see it on Grey's Anatomy trauma, but there's been a lot of mini traumas. Oh, I've got a Grey's Anatomy trauma, too. A couple of them. Yeah, true. You do. You're a train wreck, though. Everybody knows that. You've seen my uh, right leg, right? <laughs> I try not to look at you naked. Um, <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a record of how many years? Uh, how long has it been since I've known you? Oh shit, Tammy wanted me to tell you something hilarious, but I can't remember what it was. And she's right, well, asleep right now. Do you remember what it was, Keith? It's okay, I'm not listening anyway. I'm reading the chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, where are we here? All I see is Kim saying, because you're a long-haired hippie fuck, Stangley. And I agree, Kim. I totally agree. No, you don't. You <laughs> long-haired hippie fuck. Leave out uh, the last three words. Or two words, and, and you got it. Long-haired hippie foo? Oh, words, not letters. Okay, sir. No, hippie foo is okay. Right. Yeah. I try, uh, yeah. I try not to look at him naked. I try. <laughs> it's true. It's so alluring. His long hippie hair. And yeah, no, his big red shiny nose. Yeah, no. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's tough. It's tough to avert my gaze. I'll be honest. 
Sometimes I just feel compelled when I know he's in the bathroom changing. I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just gonna go crack the door a little bit. I'm just, you know, you know. Luckily, wasn't the other that stop me? Wasn't that hilarious when we did our jam session and I let Greg wear my hair for a moment? What? Say that again. Remember when we first got there, right before we started our actual jam. We were oh, live casting yeah, through picture, my iPad. The picture with your hair hanging over Greg. The head. picture with me standing back to back with Greg and flopping my hair over the top of his head so that he could put it under his hat. And one of you yeah. guys took a picture of it. Well, yeah, no. The idea was that we were combining the ultimate. Well, we were trying. It didn't turn out that great, but yeah, we we were trying to combine the ultimate, you know, hippie rocker hair with the ultimate hippie rocker beard because g Stang has the most epic beard ever that beard is fantastic i so that was the very last thing because you've got the long hippie locks and he's got the long hippie beard so we were just trying to combine your hippie locks with his his glorious beard that's what that was all about yeah i don't know if i told you but the very very last thing that i did when he dropped me off but Elmsdale, when he took me back home, was I said I gotta just touch it one more time, <laughs> and <laughs> I stroked it. I had to, man. Come on, I've been chatting with the dude for a year, and I haven't seen him. And like, he's been growing this fantastic, phenomenal beard, and like, I've just, I just needed to touch it one last time. I mean, it, it's not a weird thing, is it? Or is that weird? Everything you do is weird, Lee. Okay. Not, not to me, but to everybody else. <laughs> I cannot disagree with your statement about everything I do is weird. Like I said, not in a smoke Not to me. The things you do are not weird to me. Um, no, but they're weird but they to would like... they definitely be weird to the TV audience watching at home. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, like 99.9% of the rest of the population, but we're staying, man. Like, come on. Like I said, it's not weird to me. There's, yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah. I'm, I've i got you all figured out, my friend. The only thing that you could do to possibly surprise me is me. <laughs> I thought that was pretty clever. What? No reaction whatsoever? I, no, I, I missed something. Sorry, you cut out. Oh, I cut out. How convenient with my best line of the night. Thank you. What was it? <laughs> you know what? No, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not doing that again. All right, fine that was, then. That was, that was I'm just going to I said the only thing you could do to surprise me would be surprise me. I am going to go sober with you on November 10th. I'm going to stay yeah. with you Wait, for what? your month, and I, then I'm going to go another month. Would that surprise you? That will shock the hell out of me if we if you make it through the first week, yeah. Oh, no, man. It's not a question. It's going to happen. Yeah. I don't mean that completely sober. Yeah, I was playing the, the, the mean football coach. Like, you know, see, in sports, there's different ways to motivate your players, right? So you can be kind and supportive, but... You know, for me, 
and I guess it's just been a trait of my of mine forever. I guess the the best way to make sure if you want Jay Stane to do something, tell him he can't. <laughs> same here, dude. I'm oh, you can't exactly do that. the oh, same way. Die. Yep, I've I'm so, I'm known sorry, that sir, for a long time. In the waiting room. Oh, are you sure? I'm pretty sure I can. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Tell me I can't do something. I'm going to okay. find a way to do it. Definitely. Right, hang on. Hang on. I, I have to acknowledge Shogun because for some strange reason, Shogun seems interested in actually helping me as Papa Bear and, uh, and, uh, <clears throat> oh my God. May I make a quick joke about your distress? Richard Whitman, we are Canadian. I raise my hands. Um, sorry, I'm just looking at the chat here. Mr. Bob, that was the one. There we go. Barb, yeah, Barb was the one. He said just call you Barb. Sorry. I love you, Barb. Uh, I'm sorry, man. Lee is a big, big distraction. So... If anybody, yeah, and has anybody it not helped? The distractionary late nature of Lee, then yeah, that's why I haven't acknowledged the chat. That's why when you said you were going to leave for a few moments, I was about to grab my guitar and just play ascending fucking uh, major scales and then back down in half notes just to be deliberately annoying while you were getting your drink or whatever you were rolling or whatever you're doing tonight. All right, Shogun. Jay, try to stick to the facts. Is what I'm thinking true? If not, fast forward to the next thought until you come to a positive thought. What you're doing is called negative mind mapping. Yeah, the problem is That's it. the map's all crinkled up and the only routes that my mind can map now are the bad ones. So... Very okay, what about tonight, though? Positive situation. What? What about tonight, though? You started no, this before I joined. Reality. We're not talking about reality. Pay attention, Lee. Come on, man. We are not talking about reality. We're talking about the things that I imagine in any given reaction. Man, you're not even trying, buddy. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about because I imagine all these scenarios in my head. See, this is why, like I said, I'm not a dangerous person. I'm just a normal, well-adjusted person. Don't believe him. As Don't believe him at all. Stuff going on in his head for reasons that I can't explain, and I don't like it. And I want it to stop. He's a big guy, and he's and good with knots. Don't trust him when he says he's not a dangerous <laughs> person. <laughs> I am a yo-yo strangler. I definitely have <laughs> yo-yo tricks. And then, boom, 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 triple sheep shank around the throat and the toes. Pick me up with one hand, carry you off to my pig farm. Yep. That's, uh... That's I'm not sure if I'm ever going to visit you ever again. You probably shouldn't. It's probably best. <laughs> it's probably best. So you never ate your damn pizza, by the way, that night. 
You no, I didn't like the sauce, but I... did you like the picture that Greg took the next morning of him showing off that I hadn't eaten it, even though I were keeping all of you guys away from it no, all night? I didn't. No, because I knew that was going to happen, because that's what happens every time you come here and I feed you food. I wake up in the morning and the food's still sitting there. And yeah, no, it was not a surprise to me at all. It was a delightful picture, but it wasn't a surprise. I can't wait till you see me sober. If we do this thing from November 10th through December 10th, Shogun, may I, I visit I you so you can Shogun see me again. what I'm like when I'm sober? I have to answer Shogun again, um, because believe it or not, I'm nearly as invested in him helping me, or they helping me, sorry, as, um, as they seem to be. Does it get worse when you feel wronged by someone in a situ or situation? Um... No. That's yes, an interesting no. question. Well, it is, but it only gets worse later. Like, my, Same my for me. Nature, shut the fuck up, Lee! <laughs> I'm oh! trying to help you co-host here, You are man. not a fucking co-host! You are a caller interrupting! Ah! Why can't I hang up on him? Why did I throw this fucking moratorium down on chase-tanging people? Oh, you're <laughs> stuck with me now. Continue. Oh. Don't make me start playing Ascending Scales. You won't like it. Uh, you are correct. I will not like it. Um. Sorry. Does it get worse... Yes. Okay, no, it doesn't. In fact, the initial actual reaction or interaction in real life is generally uh much uh much more benign because my natural instincts when I'm dealing with things, especially if I'm at work or in any kind of professional capacity, um is <laughs> professional. Know, the, oh my god, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> is diplomacy and uh diffusal this is a it's a tactic that i learned in high school i used to blend with a variety of different cliques of dramatically different nature um and the reason i was able to do it is because i would just have this sort of diplomatic way of diffusing or diverting any kind of situation uh, it's much the same in my professional life. So if there's if there is any negative interaction where I feel that I'm wronged, the actual interaction is usually much shorter. My natural instinct is usually to just get it over with as fast as possible. But then, of course, many many moons later, the recalls of those incidents, um, yeah, those fantasies can get a little elaborate. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. But the actual I think that that's called being a nice person, dude. Well, you don't want to hurt someone like a, else. Like a, yeah, exactly. And and this is what I've learned from Jesus and and like that it, that's the literal turn the other cheek. But this is the part that I haven't learned from Jesus yet is why I'm plagued by all these extracurricular thoughts and why I just can't let it go and move on with my life. Um, I guess that just comes with more wisdom and training and faith, I guess.
But yeah. Exactly. No, Jesus will take care of it, or at least, you know, at, at the very least, all I hope is that when I do get to the end, I at least get an explanation of it. That's that's something I really want. Why? <laughs> like, why? Because, because like, picture you on your knees just with your hands up by the sides of your face and your fists clenched, just dropping to your knees in front of Jesus and just saying, why? Exactly. Why? You're right. No, you're right. And I literally, literally do that. And you can ask Jay Tizzle. There are times where I'm literally on living room floor on my knees. Um, absolutely. Okay. Um, I, uh, oh my God, what the hell was I just about to say? It was really, important. I must, oh, it was so important that I was going to preamble it with a now Jesus. leave, please do not interrupt this. And then when I was trying to come up with a polite way to please not interrupt this, I forgot what the initial thought was. Fuck. Main question, Jay. You oh, started okay, this no, cast I'm, angry. I'm, okay, shush, and do you feel okay, better now? Yeah, no, no, shush. Don't interrupt this. Okay, so I remember. So this is the conundrum of my existence because what I've learned as an adult man now is that my entire purpose is to promote love. And Beautiful. Do not interrupt me. I even gave you the preamble where I said, don't interrupt me. I, I know my purpose is somehow to, to spread love. Now, you're, you, you all probably have to update your definition of that, of what love is. But for now, whatever you think love is, will do. Um, but the, the ultimate this is the ultimate pain and the ultimate conundrum of my existence. If I feel this ever present and overburdening pull and desire to spread this message and this power and this emotion, if my whole purpose is love, why am I such a frigging expert in hate in what in hate if i'm if my every desire and fiber tells me to be a beacon of positivity why is it my every corporeal frigging nature is i am better at being mad and evil than anyone in your promise you like I can't even describe it I, I may be able to answer this me. go ahead okay Th uh, thank you um, it, <laughs> sorry if that sounded a little bit sarcastic <laughs> yeah, uh, oh my god I'm allowed to speak <laughs> trying to make you feel better buddy but um, I, I think that the reason for Star that Kurt, is because you you've, you've spent your entire life the way I've spent my entire life, which is being downtrodden by other people who are trying to just tread on you and walk across you and other angry people who just try and grind you down. And I like you know how it feels. So there's an inherent need that you've learned 
do never ever treat anybody else like that. So no, you keep um, treating everybody else well, but the problem with that is like 90% of society doesn't know this yet. So you're still going to get crushed down at times. The trick is to just not react to it, dude. And know that you have people like me and Shogun and Papa Bear and all of the people here, Mr. Bub. I can't I list off the entire names, but there are so many people who love you. There's a lot more attention to what I'm saying than you are. Yes, it is. Um, you're missing the point, dude. We're not talking about how I actually interact with the world. There is no problem with the way I actually interact with the world. It's how I imagine my interactions with the world every goddamn minute of the day. If you... We're not talking about actual real-life J-Stang. We are talking about this imaginary J-Stang that I decided to share with the people. Try this. Oh Every day when you get home from work or back from a shop or wherever you've gone, whatever you've done with your day, if something bad has happened, say, like, as long as you have done nothing that will hurt someone's feelings or hurt someone in any way, then you can come, come home. And if you're like me, then you are going to have those thoughts of, like, geez, that was fucking horrible. But I don't. You can then the worst rest. thing I do is cut people off in traffic. That's my that's my worst slight towards anyone in the run of my day. Um, yeah. What I've been I'm doing a, since I'm my a pusher. I'm like I said. I instantly will take whatever position will diffuse the situation the fastest. There's no there's no actual confrontation inside of me. There's no. There's never a situ unless I was defending something. That's the only time. Oh yeah. Like the especially okay, Jen, right? Exactly that, and those are the those are the scenarios that I imagine the most, and those are the scenarios that get the wow. They they those are the ones that get crazy. Um, but yeah, yeah well, don't my imaginary scenarios. If people heard Jay Tizzle, good gravy, the things that I do to them in my mind, it's. It's, but no need to think about those because they haven't happened. I'm talking more about the things that you experience in your day-to-day -day life where you get home and you're three days later still thinking, Jesus Christ, I should have said this or whatever you're thinking to yourself that you're talking about right now on this cast. Yeah, um, but that's my point. Nothing as long as really you're a kind and loving soul every single day, then once that thought hits your head of like, oh, God, what did I do wrong? Then you can learn, you can teach yourself to correct that thought with, wait, I did nothing wrong. I know that I'm a beautiful person. I know that I am a kind and loving soul. I know that I did nothing wrong. And I treated that person with kindness, respect, and love. No. And so... That's not on me. That's sorry. on them. And I'm then you sorry. can take a no, deep no, I, breath. I, I'm sorry. And... I have to stop you there. No, I have to stop you there because I highly and strongly 
disagree with what you just said. No. Really? At no point can you ever allow yourself to be so conceited and arrogant to judge yourself in that manner. You are a good person. and I mean, yes, I will back you up. You are a good person, but that's not the metric that you need to use. The only metric that anyone can use to judge themselves when it comes to goodness or righteousness is our Lord Jesus Christ. So, no, I'm not going to buy any of that crap. If you have an he interaction was pretty with somebody cool. and you want to go home and think, I oh, well, I'm a good person. And no, what you do is you go home and you say, damn, Jesus, did I do the right thing? And you wait for a goddamn answer. That's what you do. I'm sorry. I disagree but, with you. I, I say you that if you go out and you are conscious of being kind to everybody that you encounter while you're out, then when you get home and you're thinking about a conversation that you've had or an interaction that you've had with somebody and you're thinking, damn it, I should have said this. I could have said that. No, that's Lee, the that's point not when you can tell about. yourself, you can tell your conscious mind, but I know I wasn't unkind. I did the right thing. Yes, no, that's all fine, but that's not what I'm talking about, dude. I but it was. About, it was no, like 45 not. minutes let, ago. Just, no, it's not. Let me explain it to you again. Mm-hmm. Please let mm-hmm. me try to explain before one of us dies. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am not talking about any actual interactions. I am talking about the fact that I... Okay, let me give you an example. I go to a Burger King. I walk up to the guy. I'm like, hey, man, how you doing? He's like, good. What can I get you? I'm like, can I have a Whopper, please? He's like, that's blah, 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 the dollars. I pay the man. I get my Whopper. I leave. That's the actual interaction, okay? okay. Now, when I go and I sit in the car and I eat the Whopper, for whatever fucking reason... I will imagine that, hey, what if this guy had said, you know, what the fuck do you want, queer? Oh, I and see what I you mean. And I will sit there and I will play out 986 different scenarios, and, you know, most of which don't even involve me. I'll bring in, like, all of a sudden in my imagination, there'll be six people behind me in the line and they'll be like, hey, what did you just say? You can't say that. LGBTQ, blah, blah, blah. And like, this is what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about fucking reality. I'm talking about the shit that happens in my brain, which makes I me know. afraid to deal with reality. Because basically, at this point, there is no situation that could happen to me that I haven't already imagined. And what I'm afraid of is what I've imagined is going to be the automatic pre-programmed go-to that I do if any of these situations happen. So, that's what we're talking about. May I? Uh, If you dare. I do. I do indeed. What uh, my point was, which was, which is based on how this all started, is um, 
the way that I've learned to deal with these feelings that I have, which from what I've heard you say, and I've known you for fucking like 10, 12 years now, I have felt the exact same way my entire life. The way I've learned to deal with it is I am... I used to be a very, very, very angry person, and I would react, and I would imagine scenarios. And the way I learned to pants while you're talking to me. What's that? Sorry, you're making all these scratching sounds. It sounded like you were like shoving your phone down your pants while you were talking to me or something. (laughs) (laughs) Did you happen it again? All right, so you have berated me for interrupting you. Several times during this conversation. I'm going to have to stop you on that one. I know it's your cast. You are the host. But may I ask you to shut up on that one? I am not shoving my phone down my pants. I'm trying to give you constructive advice on how I've learned to deal with my own personal anxieties. And no, those I know, things but that on happen. my end, it sounds like I'm trying to give you <laughs> advice on how to <laughs> give you anxiety. Okay, Keith just said that he deal. Say, sorry, Keith, go ahead. Right. Jay? Yes. Hi, it's Keith. What's up, buddy? Hey, bud. I just wanted to say, with my personal anxieties, the best way to deal with those is with music. Ah, yes, I agree. Music has become a huge part of my life. I didn't get into music when I was young for some reason. I kind of skipped over all that, and it's not until recently that I've been really getting into music, and it's mostly because of uh, really cool radio shows that I've recently found on, on, like, actual FM radio, and then, excuse me, and then, of course, CastBox. Um, There's a lot of people that expose us to really cool, uh, you know, music that's not copyrighted, unsigned artists and whatnot. And it's just, uh, it's been a, an adventure. And and even uh, Jay Tizzle, we uh, we talked about it. And it, uh, it really has been a kind of a, a healing thing for us as well as a couple. Like, our Saturday nights are pretty much dedicated to music. There's no television. There's no nothing. It's just us sitting and listening and being together, and uh, it's been a big thing in our life, and it's it's been beautiful. It's it's been beautiful. I was watching TV until I clicked Castbox to see who was on and saw that you were on. I immediately shut my TV off. <laughs> it, it's well, off. It's funny. It's funny because you know, like uh, I was at. You would have rather that I didn't call in and just left my fucking TV no, no, no. on. <laughs> no, no, I, no, I wasn't going to say that. See, no. uh, but I was thinking about that today. Like I said, I spent the whole day at work. I was just bouncing in and out of different uh, different casts because um, I don't have like Spotify or any of that kind of stuff. So I figured that, you know, I could I have one CD that's actually like on my phone, which is DJ Shadow, of course. Anybody nice. Anybody that listens to me knows that if I was going to pick one, it's just it's going to be DJ Shadow. Um, but, uh, so, so, uh, oh, by the way, my birthday is, uh, DJ Shadow's new album, Our Pathetic Age. It's not out yet. It doesn't come out until the following week. Like I think November 15th. 
<laughs> but that's a good birthday present. DJ Shadow's new album, Our Pathetic Age. Such a great album title. Like, and it just sums up my feelings right now tonight. Yeah, exactly. Our Pathetic Age. I'm sure you can hear me, JT. Um, I think that may be a hint. Mm. It wasn't very subtle, but... He's never subtle. No, I know. Men aren't very subtle. Here's the problem, though. How do you buy it? We don't have a functioning CD player. Mm. Oh, wait, yes, we do. That one works. That one works. Okay, so we do have a functioning CD player. But I can't actually <laughs> load it on my computer because my computer CD tray no longer works. So I can't read discs on the computer. The Xbox disc drive is fried. It doesn't read discs anymore. So, literally, if we buy the CD, we can listen to it on that system in the kitchen. But I would never be able to play it on my show. <laughs> and I, oh my God. <coughs> Do we have to, like, virtual version? I don't, I don't, oh my God. I don't, I don't do that. All right. I don't know. I just want, I just want DJ Shadow's new album, man. I just You're getting it. yourself all distracted, man. Can we go back to what we were talking about originally? What were we talking about originally? I'll be shocked if you know. Okay, how to deal with that feeling that you have when you spend days and days and weeks and months thinking, damn it, I should have said this, or I could have said that, or, like, whatever. Man, yeah. the, the way that I've learned again, to deal again, with that, because sure it's only been those. in the last three years that I've figured this out. Yeah, but just and, make sure you understand, though, I'm not talking about replaying situations that actually happened and thinking, oh, I should have said this, I should have said that. I'm talking about dramatically altering the reality of those replays and then imagining what I could have said or would say, blah, blah, blah. There's, I'm not replaying anything that actually happened thinking, oh, I could have said this, I could have said this. If anything, what I do is I pre-imagine, I'll imagine encounters with people that I don't want to encounter before they happen, and I will come up with some horrible thing to say, and then sometimes, in my past anyway, not anytime recently, but sometimes in my past, because just because the opening happens to pop up for the thing that I had pre-formulated to say, I say it, and it always, of course, ends in disaster. But, yeah. So, no. There's no replaying going on. At least, there is replaying, but there's no replays of reality going on. The replays are always skewed. Okay, so is it that you're picturing, like, just violent situations, or, like, Things that you think that you could have done differently in order to make a situation better and make sure that it's not your fault that things went south. Usually, okay, here's what it is. Usually, it's some ridiculous and recklessly self-entitled individual preaching uh, I don't even know what an example would be it's it's okay it's 2019 mentality people think man getting, think getting you've over got this dramatically in my face 
I don't know how to express it. Like I imagine scenarios where, like, uh, okay, okay, here's one. Here's here's, okay, here's one. give an this, example. Okay, this happened to me a couple of years ago. Um, I was in a convenience store, and uh, um, I was talking to the the store clerk, and then this other <clears throat> person came in. And, um, they were very masculine in nature, let's just say. And anyway, I was talking to the store clerk and then this person got involved in the conversation. Um, and then, uh, I said something like, uh, oh, whatever, that's cool, man. Or whatever, man. Or something, something, man. And then they immediately like turned, wheeled, wheeled on me as if I had slapped them in the face. They they said what? Wheeled on me. That's a literary term. You should read more books. They wheeled on me as in violently turned around. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, right, right, yeah. I know what uh, wheeled is. Yeah, yeah. Wheeled around on. Sorry, me. I've got to change Tammy's wheels tomorrow, so. <laughs> And and they 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 violently told me, you know, I'm a woman. What? To which they they said that that I'm a woman is what they said. Uh, Were you wearing lipstick? It it doesn't matter. The point is, this was the interaction. So they violently turned around and said, "I'm a woman." To which I was like, "Oh, okay, cool," and I walked in. That was the interaction. Okay. But over the years, I have replayed that interaction. And I have altered it and said many great things, which I guess I have pent up about those types of recklessly self-entitled people. That May just... I ask, have you thought when you rethink about that, what percentage of the time when you think about that would you say the manly looking that you pictured exactly. something horribly violent happening? Oh, uh, there's there, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's okay. a lot of violence. Yeah, there's a lot of violence. It's always very environmental based. I'm very. It's like a James Bond movie. I use the environment around me. Uh, well, it's all very glorified. You don't have action. firearms. You're not a violent man. You're a well, piece exactly. of I don't have a gun. fucking don't teddy have bear, dude. Guns, so it's, it's like, you know, it's like, on. oh look, you know, there's a there's a spit with, uh, you know, don't air meat. Hmm, cool. Let's let's just jam your face against that. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a psychopath, people. I wouldn't, if I was a psychopath... Don't trust him. And I had had ever had any kind of criminal history or any issues ever in the world, would I really come on here and be like, yeah, I need help, I'm really afraid, and uh, yeah, no. And yet I do have a criminal history, and yet I seem to be the peacemaker here. Interesting phenomenon, psychological exam. (laughs) Unless they were specifically looking for you know, whatever syndrome I have. 
It is PTSD. Way, except my, it's not post-traumatic stress syndrome. It's pre-traumatic stress syndrome. I uh, imagine. What does that mean? Explain tra- that. Pre-traumatic. Because I, I'm imagining all these traumatic things happening that don't happen. Like, I'm... I'm pre-traumatically stressing myself with non-real things that never actually happen in real life. Well, dude, I spent most of my life this doing this. Show. What? I spent almost all of my life doing this until the last couple of years. All of your life. And if what? you'll let me get a word in edgewise, I'll explain to you how I fucking deal with it. But you won't let me. You're talking right now. At least you were. Man, there must be some heavy delay. <laughs> I was just fucking with you a little bit there. Um, yeah. The the way that I do to an agitated, with... emotionally distraught person, you should fuck with them. That's exactly what you should do. No, That's I, psychology 101. I oh, used this guy came into my office. Be... He was worried he was going to kill somebody. What'd you do? Well, I, I fucked with him. You know, I, had, I had to fuck with him. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Welcome to the Stangercast, folks. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, never know where these things are gonna go. All right, but anyway, Papa, Papa Bear's talking. Hang on a second, Papa Bear's talking. Oh, okay. Let me see what's going on here. Wait, go down the hall here. Take a left and go out the door. Go to the back of the building. Look at the garbage. How far back Where's, do I need to go? Wait, what? I don't know. I want to know what Papa Bear's talking about. Papa Bear this, was trying to call in a while ago. Is this Fun Kids Radio? I'm not sure how that should be perceived as any other form than an insult. I don't see how that can be positive in any way. Um, yeah, Richard Whitman, this is Fun Kids Radio. This is a big, happy, fun kid talking about his actual legitimate fears of dealing with modern-day society. Because, let's face it, I have views that are contrary to the masses these days. I'm in the minority. I, uh, I'm a dinosaur. I don't have any representation in the government whatsoever. Um, yeah, this is happy... Fun Kids Radio. Just a happy, fun kid that knows nothing about reality and just just wanted to delight you with happy funness about my If we ever create a show, we can't call it that. Fucking idiot eggheads that think to just because somebody swore they don't know what they're talking about. People swear. Fuck off. Yeah. I'm joking, man. (laughs) May I finish the thing I've been trying to tell you for about the last 45 minutes to an hour? I think can you, can you finish is the word you're looking for. What? Just go, just finish. Will you allow me to this time? If you ask me one more time, I won't. The way I have learned to deal with my anxieties about the things that I think after I get home and think, oh, I could have handled this this way, I could have said that to that person, things like that that I think about, like, 
within hours or days or weeks or months or even years later. I've only learned this in the last couple of years. Um, what I do is I treat absolutely everybody that I encounter with the utmost respect and love and kindness that I can. And that way, I know for certain in my soul that there is no possible way that I could have done anything wrong. Because there are, I can't use that word, there are some people out there, I wanted to use a word that started with the letter C, but um, there are some people out there that they get off on trying to make other people feel bad. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the one, sauerkraut. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's it. <laughs> but anyway, the way I deal with it is you you just, if you spend enough time treating absolutely everybody with love and kindness and respect, then when someone comes back on you and said, yeah, you really fucked me up the other night, like, why the fuck would you say that? You can rest assured, you can, like, you can know, after you do it for long enough, your heart knows that you, there's no possible way that you've done anything wrong. Because for the last three years, you've been treating absolutely everybody with kindness, respect, and love and support. And I have found that very supportive in my own personal rehabilitation. I, uh, yeah. I yeah, man. I yes, so what, what I've found with that, to go to the next step, is those things that you think about, like, what could I have said, what should I have said, that all just sort of disappears. It just evaporates. Because you read a text message from an ex-girlfriend or something, well, not you, I'm, you could have gorgeous fiance but in my case I don't <laughs> I read a text message from an ex-girlfriend <laughs> way out of the past like they're predating Facebook times like no yeah. but I mean okay all right let me word it this way let's say I text you and I'm fucking pissed off and drunk and angry about something else and I try and take it out on you if you've spent the last few years being absolutely kind and loving and supportful of everyone who's in your life, even random strangers, then when you receive that text from me that says, what the fuck did you mean by that, Jay? You can rest assured that your heart will feel, okay, you, you'll, you will feel so calm. You'll be like, okay, Lee must be having a bad day today, and that's okay because I know that he's a kind and loving man, and I need to text him and let him know that everything's okay. Actually, Whereas, if you, sorry, if sorry. you haven't been being a kind and loving person, if you have had anger issues, like, then you... That's what makes you question what you could have said, should have said, blah, 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 blah. Anyone blah, agree with me? Blah, blah, blah. 
Well, I, I, if I wanted to be cheeky, I would say, well, I agree with the blah, 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 blah part. Um, you would say what? Sorry? I said, if I wanted to be cheeky, I would, I would say, well, I agree with the blah, 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 blah part. Um, <laughs> I love it. That's the attitude right there. Yeah. Well, exactly. Man, just, just love everybody. Be kind to everybody. And that shit will stop, man, where you question yourself afterwards. Because you will no. always know, I have done nothing wrong. And once you know sorry. that, I then why do you disagree? Well, because, okay, I guess it's just, okay, I, 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 don't, I, I don't ever try to.